podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. But you can't bowl and you can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Absolute sins. You put down all the tail and this hit you out of the ground. Don't ask what it was Karen and Joe. So you can't bowl and you can't throw. In a week where Pat Cummins' hapless team of spineless idiots, utterly clueless in the face of England's baseball brilliance, nevertheless won the first test by two wickets, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Joe Root and how he just owned the game. He ran the game, he was pure quality and he just owned that space. And just had all of this lot were just scratching their heads going, what do we do? Well, sort well of he's it. out now, he got 40. <laughs> <laughs> You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and Ricky Ponting, who's uh, putting Kevin Peterson perhaps in his place a little bit. <laughs> that was just perfect comic timing there from Ponting. He's brilliant. Yes, yes. So we did with that. That, that was kind of an example of what uh, we all had to put up with KP during the test, who was perhaps a little bit one-eyed. Yes, we'll talk about that later. We didn't necessarily always listen to the, the, no. the feed of the commentary that was being fed to us. No, but, uh, Some of that commentary was stunningly one-eyed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Mo- mostly KP. KP. KP was the, the head cheerleader, but he did have some assistance. He had uh, Owen Morgan was uh, often dragged in his wake. And surprisingly, Kumasangakara was was right in there uh, <laughs> telling everybody how hopeless uh, how hopeless and timid uh, silly old Pat Cummins was and how bereft of ideas Australia were in the face of the almighty Basball. Well, it was very much on the tier of some of the great one-eyed Channel 9 commentary in years gone by. Absolutely. So, so I, I think somebody on Twitter, and sorry, I can't remember who this was, uh, pointed out that uh, it was exactly the same one-eyed commentary we've expected from Channel 9 from back in the day, just going in the opposite direction. So, very nice. <laughs> Refreshing. There. Yes. And this is to take nothing away from Basball, which is no. spectacularly good and gave yep. us the best test ever and we love Basball as yep. well. Yes, yeah. It's, it's more kind of the blind cheerleading of it uh, mm. paired with the, you know, the repeated assertion that Australia had no answers. That, that, that just grew a tad tiresome after the first, you know, 12 or 13 hours. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. mean, Basball did get started right from the start. <laughs> it did, to get yep. It, yep. With uh, Zach Crawley. Yeah, so Zach Crawley hit the first ball for four, and, and that that seemed to set the commentators <laughs> off because they, they, there was it was very tempting for them to you know draw the analogy to Michael Slater hitting the first ball of a series mm. for four, or Steve Harmison's first ball wide, or Mitchell Stark's first ball wicket. It's just like, all right, first ball that defines the entire series, and they uh, they certainly went with that idea, and they they weren't able to shake it seemingly. No, oh well, they get stuck in one little groove, don't they? Mm. I, I think I think my uh, the the highlight or the low light perhaps for yeah. me of the of the cheerleading did come when uh, England took the last four Australian wickets in the first innings. They, they conceded only fourteen runs in doing so, and Kevin Peterson just lost his mind at uh, England's brilliant plan to bring undone the batting powerhouse of Scott Boland, <laughs> who has a Test batting average of four point five. Yes, indeed. Yes. Anyway, this of course is why uh, why you should listen to Gorilla Cricket, right? Yep, that's right. It was amazing that uh, Gorilla Cricket uh, is back on and mm. uh, going strong. And it's an alternative commentary stream. You can find it on TuneIn or you can go to the website. Yep. It's a good idea. And, and, and there's also other options too. You can listen to SEN in Australia. Yep. And there's yep. plenty of other. Just turn off that TV. Yes, yes. So you can certainly listen to uh, Gorilla Cricket, which will have Australians on there. And, and uh, Australians who are willing to give it as good as they take. So there's at least the one-eyedness will come from both directions, which gives you two eyes, which is probably the best way to look at a game, right? Yeah, indeed. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the 
week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover the first Ashes Test. We're going to talk about it some more. Yes, well, we, we won't we won't go back to the commentators. Uh, we'll, we'll try to avoid uh, mentioning yes. them ever again. But yes, yeah, so so have we only had one test? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, one, we've had one test. We've had a lot of action packed into that yeah, one test. It feels like more, and it, it almost felt like a timeless test. It just mm. went on and on and yeah. on. That's well, because uh, we have to stay up all night, isn't yes. it? Yes, and it did begin with uh, Mitch Marsh uh, <laughs> making his presence felt, even though he wasn't part of the eleven. He uh, did. Uh, you know, sort out his run-up yeah, that was <laughs> shortly great. after Scott Boland did his and that, that got everybody in a dither before the coin was even tossed. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful trolling. Great comedy work there from Mitch Marsh. Yes, yeah, so we, we were wondering whether, is this Mitch's and Marsh's back again together, but just just one of them? Yeah, uh, could we leave o- out occupying both? Occupying both roles. Yeah, could we leave out both uh, Hazelwood and Stark? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so in the end, of course, Mitch Marsh didn't play and nor did Mitch Stark, so we had zero Mitches and zero Marshes. And, and you tweeted that out, surely, with your Mitch Marsh I did, did, yes, yes. Uh, what else did we have? We, we mentioned Zach Rawley's uh, ball for four, but we also had Harry Brook uh, was another highlight in the first innings, his, his wicket, which was very comical. Yeah, that's right. He's, the ball kind of bounced up and over his head and no one knew where it was and yeah. Manus shouted, catch it. And I think Manus co- shouts, catch it, no matter what no, happens. That's yeah. right, wherever it's going. And none of the close infielders or even Brook or anyone or the keeper knew where the ball was until it finally kind of landed and mm. then bounced, I think, off his legs and into the stumps, rebounded yeah. into the stumps. And basically, he's just, he was just bold. I was basically, the ball was like a pantomime villain. They're all looking around. Yes. Where is it? Where is it? It's, it's behind you, <laughs> it's Harry. Behind it's behind you. you. Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. Landed on him and into the stumps. Uh, we also had Joe Root scoring, you know, this magnificent century in the first innings, seemingly undismissible. Uh, this wasn't the one that Kevin Peterson was praising. <laughs> this was the first innings one. Um, and yeah, he was... Yeah, just brilliant. He, uh, an amazing 118, century. 118. Yeah. And, and he could was, have scored plenty more. That's right. He was not out. And the mm. reason he was not out. Is, yeah. uh, ben Stokes <laughs> got very excited with uh, half an hour left in the day's play. He decided, we'll, we'll declare. We'll uh, have a crack at Kawaja and Warner, see if we can get them out. They didn't, but it was it was an idea worth trying. It usually would have worked. Mm. So it was definitely an well, idea. Well, got Dave Warner opening and Stuart Broad bowling team. Like, the odds were probably with Ben Stokes of that coming off. That's right. And, and then Joe Root said, well, you know, if you're going to do that to me, I'm just going to start with all sorts of wacky antics in the second innings. So yes. he, first ball, tried to reverse ramp Cummins for six from the first ball of the day. Yeah, this, this, that was after a rain delay where England lost two wickets in, you know, for basically no runs and they re- resumed and, and Root was just, I don't care. I don't care that we're two for 28 or yeah. two for 35 effectively. I'm just going to try try this. I mean, he didn't succeed, didn't actually hit it, but he was willing to try it and that's kind of the baseball ethos. And he did succeed a few overs later. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, yes. He did succeed. He got the hang of it. Later. Yeah, he got the hang of it. And then he lost the hang of it later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so th- that's wonderful. And that's Bazball and Broad bowling. <laughs> Broad was fantastic too. He was delicious. He he got Manus out both he innings, got, right? with, with, with his new outswinger delivery, which he's been working on, this new innovation, this mystery ball that uh, yep. swings away from the right-handed oh, batter. He's been a, working on it. He's been talking it up. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic scientific invention of yep. Broad's there. Yeah, so yeah, he got Manus both times, including a golden duck in the first inning. So mm. he was on a hat-trick at one point, which was, you know, typical Broad, uh, getting the crowd all, all worked up and excited. And he also got, uh, well, he didn't get Smith in the first innings, but Smith was also a non-factor in yeah. 
this test pretty much. So Australia went into the test uh, with the top three ranked batters in the world in Labashane, Smith and Head. Between the three of them, they scored 101 runs between them from six innings. Hmm. And half of those came from one Travis Head 50. So not, not a great performance from those three. And uh, hmm. they paid for it. They are no longer the top three in test cricket. Joe Root is now the new number one. Uh, I think just because he tried to hit Pat Cummins for six from the first ball of the day. So. That, that's enough of a reason. Yeah. And will ICC give yeah. you double points for that. Double points. And, yeah. and will all of those three batters be dropped for the second test? I assume so, yes. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Kawaja came through. Kawaja came through with a century and then a 50. And, mm. uh, that, that wonderful umbrella field from <laughs> Ben Stokes or the half-open umbrella or whatever we're calling it. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, uh, it's basically just Ben Stokes playing silly back. What's the yeah. silliest thing I can do to try? Because Kawaja was never getting out otherwise. It was just like right. he was, seemed completely undismissible. Yeah. And Stokes is just like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to make up a field. <laughs> and he came with his umbrella field. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know, Kawaja was just so baffled by what, how he should react to it that he missed it and uh, was out to Ollie Robertson, who, who emitted some swears after that, which got mm. everybody worked up briefly until we moved on to something else to get cross about. That's right. Uh, and then Stokes, of course, got Kawaja himself out in the in the second innings, uh, which pretty much seemed the point where England had won the test. Well, well they had won it, according to KP. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, once uh, Kawaja was gone, that, that seemed to be trouble for trouble for Australia. But Australia did have one thing still in their advantage, even with Kawaja out, because the other constant that was helping Australia along throughout the test was, of course, the fumbling hands of Johnny Bairstow. <laughs> he was very funny. Yes. He has oh, – we've seen him bat brilliantly and – and, you know, he's he's now really selected for his batting. Yes. But he was keeping in this <laughs> test. Well, keeping in inverted commas, uh, Yeah. Right? It's, uh, we don't – and I think you've mentioned we don't have to take him seriously as a keeper, do we? No, no. We, we, we begrudgingly have to take him seriously yeah. as a batter these days. Uh, we certainly don't have to take him seriously as a keeper. And I spent the entire test not doing so. Mm. Because uh, every time you might be tempted to do – he took four catches in a row to open uh, the Australian second innings uh, behind the stumps. He first four wickets. Four catches to best. Amazing if you do some practice, well, yeah, how, yeah. how it pays off. But still, I still didn't take him seriously. He dropped no. a few others after that. Yeah, that's right. He and and compar- in comparison to Kerry, Kerry was brilliant. Kerry was test. amazing. Kerry did uh, three stumpings for the test. Uh, first time Joe Root has ever been stumped. Uh, mm. Alex Kerry was the man on the spot as. Root inexplicably decided he was just going to wander down the pitch at Nathan Lyon and miss it. Yeah. Um, and Kerry got uh, Virat Kohli as well. Yes, yes. Uh, unexpectedly stumped. Yes. Earlier, uh, in, the, uh, earlier in the year. Yes. Uh, we also had Moeen Ali uh, made his return and... You know, perhaps unsurprisingly, given he hasn't bowled with a Duke's ball for about a thousand years, he uh, bowling however many overs he had to bowl in the in the first innings, uh, he ended up with a blister on his finger, which caused him a little bit of trouble. Yeah, that's right. He he put some kind of drying agent on it. Mm. He was not allowed to, and and then he was fined. Yes, yeah, so, he, he yeah. was fined. I think twenty five percent of his match fee for that. All the players have lost forty percent of their match fee for their slow over rate. So poor old Moen Ali is a uh, uh, lol. Reply to uh, Ben Stokes means he has to pay for like a third of what he otherwise would. He's lost 65% of his match fee. Yeah, that's right. Poor Moeen. Poor uh, What else do we have? Well, we of course, we had rain. Yes. Uh, you know, we always, always get a little bit of rain. Uh, mm. Hopefully not in the match that we're going to no. later on in, yes. in this, uh, match number four. But because of England, a little bit of rain, it didn't really end up impacting the match too much, but it did delay the final day by an entire session. Yes, it did. So, yeah, so we had a little bit of rain on day three and then a little bit on the morning of the final day. And all it really did was... Uh, it, it put the pressure on Australia to not just completely dawdle their way to victory. They were able to cruise slowly, but uh, you know, as as, the, as it turned out, they only had a handful of overs up their sleeve to when, when they when they won the test. That's right. So it, it put, 
added a, an element of time pressure that would not have otherwise been there. So yes, when when Lyon joined Cummins, uh, they they needed fifty four to win, and they had only two wickets in hand. Mm. And uh, I think at that point, uh, England seemed just about home and hosed. Mm. And then uh, Cummins and Lyon somehow didn't get out. It was uh, I mean no, no big deal for Pat, of course. He's been doing that quite literally since his debut as a yeah. teenager. But yes. Uh, very, very exciting end of the test, which I stayed up until 5am <laughs> watching. So thanks for nothing, guys. Thanks for that rain. And yeah. I did not. I went to bed. But when I woke up and, and you were not there, I went, oh, my goodness, this match is still on. It's incredible. Yes. And I got so up to see the last, yeah, the last 40 minutes or so, which is wonderful. Probably what a, the best time. Test. I wish I could have done that. Yeah. We would have both slept through it. Yes. Uh, such a brilliant test. Such an incredibly brilliant test. And let's hope we don't get fizzes for all the rest of them. No. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, this one was great. And, and I... I did did mention uh, on Twitter that we we did have a laugh at Broad's uh, wonderfully absurd comments about the previous Ashes series being void, but Mm. it is reasonable to point out that this test contained more excitement in its five days than the entire five (laughs) tests of the previous series. Absolutely. So it's definitely fun when England don't give up at the first sign of a challenge. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, this week's episode is sponsored by your local library. So you may not be aware of this. I don't think many people are aware of this. But uh, if you are not able to buy my books for any reason, you can always borrow them from a library. And if you do so, I actually get money from them. I I forget about this until this time every year when a a random check uh, pops into uh, our bank account. So yeah, so if you uh, if you don't if you can't buy my book for any reason, but you're interested in reading them, then uh, get, head to your local library and ask uh, ask if they can track one of them down for you. And uh, yeah, borrow it, and uh, I will get some proceeds that way. It's a it's a way to support uh, indirectly this podcast uh, without costing you any money. So um, yeah, I'd recommend doing that. And in particular, I recommend uh, uh, borrowing the book Australia's 50 Greatest Matches of the Past 50 Years. Uh, you can read that one and then uh, go back and tell us where precisely this match should be slot into those rankings. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? So here we are in the segment that is the quiz and I have a quiz for Dan to do on his own. We completely have given up on, on any of this being a competition other than you against yourself. Yeah, I, 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 I too, too much work to get other people involved. We're, we're, we're just going to face one another. It's the ultimate challenge. It's like golf. It's like, it's like we're cricketers playing golf. We're, we're challenging ourselves. <laughs> Indeed we are. And there is one other party in this particular quiz and that's Alyssa Healy. Who's a very good golfer from what I hear. She's, so yeah, yeah this could be a challenge. Good. So we're not playing golf though. You'll be pleased to know. Not even Excellent. mini golf. Excellent. Uh, what we are going to play though is did Alyssa Healy tweet this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And this is a game where I give you a tweet or sometimes a series of tweets Mm -hmm. and you tell me when Alyssa Healy uh, is tweeting, is this Alyssa Healy or is it something I've just made up? Okay. And this, of course, uh, is to reflect the fact that, you know, we've just had the first men's test. We've got the women's test uh, starting in just a day or so, right? The baton has been passed from Mm. Pat Cummins to Alyssa Healy, Captain Alyssa Healy. Yes. We have Captain Alyssa Healy because Meg Lanning is out for the series and... Uh, we have uh, some other wonderful players to look forward to watching mm. with only one day off and then we're into the women's <laughs> test. Yep, yep, very good. So and that's five exciting. days of it too. Five day, a five-day test is magnificent. If I'm they very can get, excited keep it that. going for five days. Yeah. So the first tweet, this is actually a tweet from at 7 Cricket. Mm-hmm. They prompted... Oh, so that's not by Alyssa Healy. Do I get a point for that? <laughs> you don't get a point. <laughs> no, you've got to find the one that is by her. Okay. Uh, allegedly throughout 
this series. So here we have at Seven Cricket saying halfway through the WBBL 08, so this mm-hmm. was uh, around Christmas time, what's been the biggest surprise? And in response to that... Somebody who may or may not be Alyssa Healy. Alyssa Healy either said or did not say yep. that she thought the biggest surprise is that Sophie Eccleston is quite funny. Oh. Now, did Alyssa Healy tweet that? Or not? I think Alyssa Healy did tweet that. I, I think she'd be surprised that Sophie Eccleston is quite funny. That, that may be the first time she's met her. <laughs> Could well be. And indeed, you are correct. Hey. That is a tweet from Alyssa Healy. And for bonus points, mm-hmm. the other party in the tweet... Sophie Eccleston. Are they selected for the Ashes? Yes, surely Sophie Eccleston's been selected. But not Seven Cricket, as you mentioned. No, no. <laughs> no seven, seven Cricket don't even get to cover it. No, no. But you are correct. Sophie Eccleston is selected for England to play in the England squad. Well, let's hope they have lots of laughs together while they're playing. Uh, yeah. As we saw with Pat Cummins and Ben Stokes, as tight as that, the final, you know, 20 runs of that test was, they were all laughing and having they were. a great time. Yeah, they had a so, great time. So let's hope uh, Alyssa Healy and Sophie Eccleston can continue that trend. Yeah, and of course they were playing together in the mm. sixes, so they know each other quite well, Sophie being the orthodox left-arm spinner. In fact, the world's best female mm. T20 and ODI bowler, yep. which leaves open a big question about whether she can bowl in the test, which I like. <laughs> anyway, she is going to be playing, and I presume she'll be playing in the test, even yes. if her strengths are being the best bowler in the world for T20 and ODI. <laughs> so, correct, you have two two points. Two points. One conventional point and, and one, one bonus, bonus point. point. Now, these bonus points will carry through oh, okay. all of the uh, all of these tweets. If you can tell me whether the people named in them are in the squad, mm-hmm. uh, that is uh, is going to carry through. So, this next one is really quite complicated. Okay. So, there is a wonderful Twitter Twitter account out there called Australian Women's Cricket yes. with Very Little Context. Yes. A great uh, a great account. Definitely follow them. Definitely follow them and follow them particularly during the Women's Ashes. Yes. There'll be lots of tweets and they often uh, rep- responded to or replied. Mm. The Australian women often replied to yep. this particular account. So in response to there was a video tweet that Australian women's cricket with very little context put out and it was a king penguin waddling along, a fully grown king penguin waddling along and a chick king penguin mm-hmm. waddling along. They're almost the same height. Yes. But the chicks, of course, are brown and covered with fluff whereas the king penguin looks like a... Majestic black and white tuxedo yeah. creature. Amazing. I mean, it looks like a king. Yes. So anyway, these two, these two mm-hmm. penguins... I can, I can envision it. Yep. yep. And uh, they said, this is Rachel Haynes and Alyssa Healy going out in the middle to open, <laughs> which is a wonderful tweet. So Healy replied, or maybe she didn't reply. Mm. Did she reply, wait a minute, who's who? I think she did reply that. I, I, I can easily imagine Alyssa Healy replying, who's who? Correct. She did reply <laughs> that. But this thread goes on. Grace Harris chimes in <laughs> and says, you're the short fluffy one. Rachel's feathers have definitely developed. Mm-hmm which is, is reasonably accurate. This goes on and on. Are you yep. ready? Haynes replied. Rachel Haynes replies. <laughs> ha ha, Grace. I look majestic. I think Midge is up front. Her clothes never had grass stains. Her bats had a fresh face, clean leg guards, and she always had matching gloves. Most of the time, I hadn't even brushed my hair. <laughs> so that is the thread. That's the conversation. Well, Rachel Haynes isn't playing. I can tell you that. Did I get a bonus point for that? Yeah, well, that, you do get a bonus point for that. That's, that's four points so far. Uh, who else is mentioned in these Grace tweet Harris. threads? Grace well, Harris. Well, I assume Grace Harris is in the squad. 
Not sure whether she'll make the starting line. She might. It's um, only the squad. The uh, well, then I'll, I'll, I'll say Grace Harris is in the squad, yes. She is indeed in the squad. So <laughs> everyone has been accounted for there and you now have five points. Wow, I'm fire. And that is a wonderful conversation and this is another reason why you should follow <laughs> The Penguins aren't in the squad, though. <laughs> the Penguins are not in the squad, no. So you, you Another don't bonus get, point. You don't get any more points okay. for that uh, because, you know, who knows, maybe the brown one is Alyssa mm. Hilly, maybe it's the king. Yes. Now that Rachel Haynes has retired last year. All right, uh, question three. You have five points already. This is question three. There's only four questions Mm -hmm. in this quiz. Question three. Again, Australian women's cricket with very little context. Tweeted a photo of Stark, Mitchell Stark, and Alyssa Healy, both appealing. In fact, it was a double photo. Mm -hmm. Both appealing uh, with a laughing emoji saying, these two. So, they they were, you know, pretty spectacular appeals. Mm. Photo. They're they're both very appealing people. They are both very appealing. And Alyssa Healy replied, or maybe she didn't, but she replied, I'm unsure that Leah Tahuhu was stoked with that appeal. Leah Tahuhu being in the shot mm. when Alyssa is, uh, Alyssa is appealing. Did Healy tweet that out? I feel like she did. <laughs> it sounds like something Alyssa Healy would say, so I'm going to say yes, she did. Correct, she did, in fact, say this. <laughs> I thought I would have got you at some point. Anyway, this thread goes I, on. I was very tempted not to say just based on the odds of would you give me three in a row. But uh, <laughs> you right. may do a clean sweep on this mm. quiz at this rate. Anyway, Leah Tahuhu replies okay. to this and says, bit much for a not out. <laughs> Fantastic. It is fantastic. And then Healy replies, but you were out. We just didn't have DRS. Yeah, okay. All right. So did Healy say that? Uh, Oh, Oh, I I want to say she said that as well. Yes, I'm going to say she said that as well. (laughs) No, she did Uh, not. (laughs) See, I got you finally. Uh, She said instead, she did reply. She just said, I've been taught to ask. (laughs) Which (laughs) is a fabulous reply. Very good. Now for bonus points, uh, how many of those people are in... The women's Ashes, Ashes squad. squad. Well, Mitchell Stark isn't in the women's Ashes squad, although he's probably going to be hanging around. He's he's always mm. there. So as, as as part of the the, the support staff, I, I'm going to say Mitchell Stark is part of the, yeah. the women's Ashes. I think squad. I'll give you that. Uh, that's uh, you didn't get the seventh point there for for the for the original, but you do get the seventh point for a bonus point. What about Leah Tahu? No, I don't believe <laughs> Leah Tahu will be playing. Maybe maybe she'll be umpiring or something. Yes, and, and, and I umpires. don't think she's married to any of the players who are playing. I don't believe so. No, I can't keep track of it though. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Fair. Uh, yes. Anyway, that, so she probably will not be in and around the setup in no. the same way that Mitchell Stark will yes. be, having been married to a player. <laughs> married to a player. Yep. Okay, Leah Tahu is married to a player. I just <laughs> can't remember which one. We'll fact Fair check enough. that later. Yeah. Uh, okay, the last question. Last you one. now have seven points. Did Alyssa tweet this? Call your mum, go easy on The Apprentice and stop trolling. Three very simple ways to be kind this World Kindness Day. Oh, God. So, call your mum is call the your first mom, one. Go easy, go on, easy the, on The Apprentice. Does that mean like the TV show? <laughs> I expect it is a TV show. Okay. And stop trolling. Stop trolling. Three very simple ways to be kind this World Kindness Day. That's so random that <laughs> I, I don't believe you made it up, but you may have stolen it from some other cricketer. Mm. So... I'm, I'm going to say that's not Elisa Hill. I can't imagine her watching The Apprentice. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, in fact, you would be wrong. She did say this. <laughs> she was obviously uh, she was promoting World Kindness Day and mm-hmm. that is what she said. Now, for bonus points, mm-hmm. you're on seven at the moment. Yep. Anyone else mentioned in that tweet, are they in the women's The Apprentice? <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure any of the Australian women were ever on the TV show The Apprentice. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I'm going to say no. No. And what about your mum? Uh, I'm not sure Alyssa Healy's mum is playing or my mum is playing. No, so. no. 
So, so you could call your mum, but they're not in the Women's Ashes squad. Yes. And I don't believe your mum is playing <laughs> no, either. No. So, so uh, you end up Although on, there are mothers in the squad, right? There yeah. are. There are mothers in the squad. Hmm. So we, we that could Borderline. go either ways. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Let's give you a bonus point for that. Yeah, why not? So that's eight points for a question for a quiz that only had four questions. I that did is very well. exceptional. <laughs> yes. And it just shows you know a lot about I basballed that quiz. You basballed that quiz. Absolutely. Better than Ben Stokes would have. Ah, can't ball, can't throw coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller reward. It's time for the Muller Award, which is, of course, where we celebrate the ridiculous and the brilliant and the amazing in cricket. We'd probably have had thrown in about 50 things from the, the first test if, uh, if we hadn't already talked about them, but we have already talked about them, so they are no longer eligible. They are disqualified. They are disqualified, much like uh, Mo and Ali's drying agent. No reviews remaining. <laughs> no, they are yes, not out. out. They are out. So, therefore, the, the first nomination I have is... Uh, from well, I guess it's Ravi Ashwin is is, is the person who, mm. who who's going to to get the nomination because he quite thrillingly during a, a Tamil Nadu Premier League match, which is a, a men's T Twenty cricket league in in the state of Tamil Nadu in India, yeah. um, he reviewed a wicket that had already been reviewed. Wow! So this is uh, this is very exciting stuff. So uh, he was playing, I think he was playing for the Dindigul Dragons uh, versus Ballsy Tricky. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. But anyway, after after one of the opposition players successfully overturned an on-field court behind decision, uh, Ashwin, d- so that one had already gone upstairs. Mm. The, the third umpire said, oh, yeah, no, he didn't edge that. That's not out. Ashwin decided, oh, I'm pretty sure I saw Sneeko on that. So he set it back upstairs for the, for the third umpire to have another look. And the third Come umpire did, did see that there was something on Snicker, but he reiterated that no, that was a uh, bat hitting ground or, or some some other thing that was not the bat edging the balls. But still, points for uh, Ashwin for deciding. Nah, screw this. Let, let, let's have a let's have a second look at that one. So great way to burn a review. Uh, that, yes. That's one that Pat Cummins hasn't yet thought of. So let's hope Manus uh, asks him to review something that's already reviewed in in the second test. So that's our first nomination. And that's bound to happen for some ball that's been grasped by Cameron Green. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yes. I don't have another nomination, do you? Oh, yes, I do. I got uh, Channel Nine is uh, oh, okay. my second nomination, yeah. And Channel Nine are being nominated because uh, they have senselessly scheduled their dreadful Warney miniseries. They've uh, which they've been promoting, and we were quite excited about. Yes, we'd cover that because that looks trashy enough to watch yes, and, we and talk about. we were looking forward to watching that. But of course they've scheduled it against the women's ashes oh. in yet another example of nine continuing their uh, historical trend of not giving a fuck about women's cricket. So um, yeah, so we won't be uh, covering the Warney miniseries. We'll be watching the women's ashes. Yes. Sorry, Channel 9. Dear we may dicks. watch Warney on repeat. But maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all we've got. So who, who, who gets it out of those two? Is it Ashwin or is it Warney? Oh, always Ashwin. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. And I think that's it for the for this particular episode, right? It is indeed. You've been listening to Dan Libke and Kat Jones. Dan is at Lieb Cricket and mm-hmm. also on Patreon and also on Substack. Yes, you can find me danlibke.substack.com for all Ash's content. Heaps and heaps of it stuff there mm. coming out every day. And of course, you can follow the podcast on Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter or Facebook. Just search for Can't Bowl Can't Throw. And uh, yeah, we will see you all next week to recap the women's test. This is Pat Cummins, this is Australia, 
Absolutely at their best. The perfect delivery. Sports Social Podcast Network.